Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Flew all the way back from Germany. Just to be with you guys, and boy, my arms are tired, as they say in the old joke. No, uh, it was a great trip. It was a long trip. It was an exhausting trip. We learned a lot, had a lot of fun, and guess what? The Bucks are 5-5 five and five now, right back uh, on track with two wins in a row. A bye week this week. That means they get some rest. I get some rest. But not before we talk to my partner, Tom Jones. It's Rick and Tom back today and a little bit tomorrow as well on the Sports Day Tampa Bay podcast. Looking forward to talking to Tommy in just a minute. First, I want to remind you guys that if you want to save money on your electric bill, I got a way for you to do it. It's called May Electric Solar. They're a family-owned business. They've been operating and installing solar electric systems for 12 years. There's a lot of these companies out there that knock on your door, but May Electric is committed to you for the long term. Get this. They guarantee their workmanship with a 30-year labor and services warranty. If something goes wrong, they boom, they're out there to fix it. Plus, with every installation, you get $750 worth of surge protection for all your appliances. That is the main difference. If you visit the Hudson showroom, May Electric displays all their products. They conduct on-site testing. You see uh, what they're going to install. Plus, they don't use subcontractors. So you know all those people doing the job up there on the roof. That's Billy Mays, guys. Start saving today. Call the solar energy experts, May Electric Solar, at 727-819-2862. Schedule a free estimate. Lower your electric bill. And uh, preserve the quality of your life and that of your appliances. That's May Electric Solar at 727-819-2862. Special treat. It's Rick and Tom. Tom Jones joins us today. I was not expecting um, maybe to do this podcast. I completely forgot, Tom, that you were going to hop on um, in lieu of me maybe not being back from Germany. Let me tell you, uh, I didn't think I was ever going to get home from Germany. I don't. I don't know. Have you done... Have you done any international traveling in your uh, your esteemed career? Yes, I, I, I was close to where you are. I was in Austria once. Oh, yeah, very for close. The, covering the lightning. That's we were right. there for oh, 10, 10 days, and so you sort of get used to it. And then coming, But I, th- I found coming back was way worse than going over. I don't know. Really? I don't know. Yeah, and I don't know how you feel about it. So tell, take us through. The, okay, we're, we're recording this on Monday night during the mm-hmm. Monday night football game. That's correct. What, so when did you leave Germany because I can't believe you're already back in Tampa. Well, I, yeah, well, believe me, you, if you'd have had my experience, I mean, I thought it was like at one point I was thinking Argo. I was thinking like they literally put us on a bus to get to the airplane, you know, from Munich, which is like kind of a weird international thing they got going over there where the planes are parked, you know, out on the tarmac somewhere. Yeah. And I was thinking this is very Argo feeling. Like, I think it's like follow us. <laughs> like, I just want to get out of here. I want to get, get home to the States, right? But. So to put it in perspective, it's a six-hour time difference, which is a lot. And I've gone six hours the other way, which is weird, um, right. to Hawaii. Yeah. But at least when you're there, like the, the adjustment is one hour a day. Like you're waking up at 4 a.m. and you can't keep your head open and, you know, at 8 o'clock you're tired. But it gets better each day, right? Um, and so, like, things are on really, really early or over really, really early. And, and like, the states are way ahead of you. But that's you, you just kind of – this one is so weird in that – you're almost like a full day ahead of the United States. Like, you're experiencing, you know, Wednesday 
on when when they're still back on Tuesday. I mean, it's not right. It's not across the dateline, international dateline exactly, but it's pretty much there. Six hours, but it's because it's ahead of the United States. Very bizarre. So, I left on Wednesday night and arrived. What would have been one in the morning over here, it was seven o'clock in the morning. And so you're not going, you know, I did take a nap, but you're like the day is starting already and you haven't had much of a night. But the weird thing is, is that you're talking to people back here and it's 3 a.m., but it's like 9 p.m. to them. It's so weird. Yeah, that's that's the part I found weird is that. That you still had time to file a story at like oh, yeah. two in the morning or three in the morning. Sure, it's great that way. Right. But also a curse because then you can't. Right. You know, you can't get any sleep because you're waking up the next day. What was me? I'm not saying, you know, hey, Germany will get into it. It was great. Um, the atmosphere was amazing. German people are great. All of that. Love seeing Munich. Uh, it was a great experience. I can't handle airplanes anymore. I'm, I'm becoming John Madden. <laughs> you're gonna start taking buses everywhere yeah but it's gonna be tough international games are gonna be really hard to do but i'm i'm, I'm becoming john madden let me ask you this because you you've traveled a lot did, did as the more you flew yes did it become easier no. or harder harder worse it becomes worse right and it's not even the like i don't mind the like this like the um the security stuff, I get it. I, I, yeah, I, we're kind of used com- to that now. I never complained about that. It's the actual, like, sitting on the, like, getting in, putting your stuff yeah. away, sitting down. Yeah. You know, and just, it's just a whole routine of them coming by and they're giving you drinks and then you, and it takes forever to get off the plane. Yeah, all that stuff. I got to the point where I've, even now, like, I, I flew up to Washington, D.C. a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And Washington, that's what, two hours, right? Two hours, I mean, that's it. Yeah, yeah it's not, not bad. It's like a, it's a short flight. And I was like, I cannot wait to get off of this airplane. And and it was smooth. It left on time, arrived on time. Everything was fine. No crying babies. Everything, you know, right. everything was great. But it was like, I, no, I'm like you. I could not. I, I'm the traveling crying baby got worse. Now. Yeah, I'm yeah. the crying baby. And I've been a little spoiled because I'll admit I've gone to some trips that I didn't pay for that weren't uh, business related that I was in first class. And so I'm becoming a bit of a snob. But that said, um, a couple of things I can't do that I've had to do of late, and especially an international flight where you go through, you know, you do the whole customs things. Like there's layers upon the whole security stuff, right? So you endure that. But like, I'm not a window seat guy. I have to be an aisle guy, okay? okay? Because you're, you're, you know, you're flying with 250 of your closest friends, not really, in a tin can, essentially, right. at 600 miles an hour. And if you're not able to get up and stretch or go to the bathroom when you want to without having to ask the other two people that are sleeping, um, it's that's where I got claustrophobic. That that It got me this trip because both legs there and back were on the window. And some people, you probably prefer the window, I do right? like the window. I do like just because I like to, I like to sleep. I will sleep on planes. You're, you're that guy. I remember yeah. when I would travel with you, it annoyed me to no end. You'd be like, <laughs> look, there's Tom. We've been on the plane 20 seconds. We haven't taken was, off yet. He's already asleep. It would, take me, it would take me three weeks to read a Sports Illustrated article on a plane <laughs> because every trip I took, so I, weird, about man. 10 seconds in, I was, like, <laughs> I was up against the... I I, I'm, I'm also the head, the head Bob guy, you know. The, yeah, I know, the, but you're, it's still a skill. Like, it, it really yeah. is a skill to be able to to get comfortable enough 
Oh, I can sleep anywhere, man. <laughs> if you if you don't if you don't if you talk long enough here, I might nod off. Yeah, well, okay, just uh, that could happen because it's just that. Well, kind I'm of worried show. you're going to nod off. You've been up for like 24 hours now. Oh, uh, hey, right? I'm, yeah, I don't even know. I'm I'm like what happens is you just your body is no. And and by the way, um, this might be an American Airlines thing. And I'm not trying to wrap American Airlines, but I just did. If you guys want to sponsor the podcast? Please, by all means, <laughs> love your airline. But I think just in general, when they build these planes now. They're saying that the engineers are saying this, you know, if we move those seats in coach just a quarter inch closer, I can get you six more rows of revenue. Yeah. I swear to you, that's what's happening. And it feels like it. I have not gotten any bigger. I mean, really a couple pounds here or there, but I've not gotten that much bigger in the 20 something plus years, but 30 years I've traveled right for the times. I'm telling you, the flight that I had both to and from uh, Munich in the window seat, perhaps may, that might have been part of it, right? Because I'm used to the aisle. Right. But the window seat. But in general, like, there's no reclining. And, and if you do recline, it doesn't really recline because it can't. There's nowhere for you to go. I I was so completely contorted in this seat of mine um, that, like, everything hurts. Everything, yeah, you, yeah. you know, your hips hurt, your legs hurt, your knees hurt, your feet hurt, your shoulders hurt, your neck is just killing. And so it was my good fortune to, uh, I actually got lucky on the way out and, and nobody cares. We're going to talk sports in a minute, I promise. <laughs> but on the way out, um, I had, I think the only middle row that was open. It was phenomenal. It was oh like, my how did gosh. I get so lucky, right? That's awesome. So that made a big difference, um, except for one thing, the guy sitting on the aisle, Apparently had a, a bladder the size of, of a basketball because he didn't have to go to the bathroom for 10 hours. And I'm one of those guys. Not only that, he was you. He was the guy that went to sleep before the plane took off. So you don't want to wake him up. So now it's not just a question of, hey, is he going to go? It's, is he going to wake up? Do I have to wake him up? You know? Like, there's yeah. a certain etiquette with that, right? Yeah, right, right. Like, dude, right. hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> so... I don't know. It, it, listen, it was a great trip. Uh, the Germans are wild. Uh, it, it turned into a, a, I don't know if you saw this or if it came across on TV or on, uh, on the interweb, um, turned into a giant karaoke concert. That's what I, yeah. Singing crazy. Country Road. Take Country me Road. Home. Country Road. John Denver. Yeah, man. Um, Sweet Caroline. For, uh, right? Who's the one that sw- sing, uh, uh, well, obviously Neil Diamond with Sweet yeah. Caroline. Yeah. That was the other one. And then... Um, uh, who's the one that sings uh, Stranger Up and Down the Boulevard? That one. Oh, yeah. Uh, Journey. Yeah. Journey. So, yeah. and, and Journey. And even though the game had ended, I guess, you know, an inordinate amount of people took trains. They take trains in Europe, you know, Tom. We don't have those things called <laughs> yeah. trains. And because so many people took them, they go, hey, don't be in a big hurry. We got like a concert. I'm telling you, out of 60, 70, about 69,000, I would bet you. An hour after the game, there were 55,000 people still there singing. That's great. It was nuts. Well, Brady, I mean, Brady went on and on, and it, was, and it, it came across, and I'm sure it probably did to you as well. It, it's not one of those fake, oh, the crowds here were great. Oh, we, no, you know, he was it, genuine. Because we've all covered like events where yeah. they, you know, neutral site games, whatever. oh, the crowd here was great. We love, thanks so much for coming on. No, they, you could tell Brady was genuinely thought it was really cool and, and, yeah. and was an experience that he'll remember. It really was cool. And when he came out, you know, when they scheduled this game, um, he was retired. 
So it was going to be, you know, Kyle Trask against, you know, Geno Smith. Well, good luck with that um, as far as marketing goes. And then all of a sudden, the Beatles get back together. Seriously, it felt like it felt like the Beatles coming to the United States. Yeah. And the minute he came out of the tunnel, I mean the minute. Now, there was a lot of Seahawks fans that, that are German fans. They're actually, they have a huge Seahawks contingent because when Germany started getting NFL games on TV, and yes, they stay up till 2 a.m. sometimes to watch them, it was when the Seahawks were going to Super Bowls and winning them, right? They had all those colorful Marshawn Lynch and yeah, yeah. you know Richard Sherman, all those colorful guys. Russell Wilson, and so there's a ton. I think the Seahawks fans outnumbered the Bucks fans easily. Um, and yet, when Brady stuck his head out of that tunnel and ran the length of the field and gave the LFG you know, thing with a yeah, pump yeah, fist, yeah. that place came apart because every fan in Germany thought that was the coolest thing they ever saw. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So. Rick, if you had to list, of, if we took everybody in the National Football League... Right. And, and and went global, Germany, whatever, yeah. England, whatever. And you said, like, I mean, how many people would translate? You know, how many how many how many players in the NFL would be able to be considered like really popular, really well known? I'm thinking Brady, like current current players, Mahomes, maybe. maybe I, I don't even know Mahomes. You I think don't Mahomes know. Is I a mean, big person, deal in Germany, yeah. like yeah. to the general part, not to the football fan. To the general sports, you know, somebody who's... In Germany? In Germany. No, I, I, I'm, I'm wondering if Brady's... The, no, I don't know. I haven't been there, you know. But I can tell you, now hockey's different or basketball's different. Certainly, they're basketball I think they're players. very knowledgeable. I think they know the NFL. But I got to th- think, if you're going to a game there, and I could say, okay, German fans or whoever, anywhere in Europe, you're going to get to see one player. Which player would you want to see? Oh, they all want to see I think Brady. What they, they want to see Brady, right? Absolutely. No. He's 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 Paul McCartney. I mean, he's, you know, I don't know the equivalent of that going over that way, you know, because obviously they came from from Liverpool. But I'm just saying, like, no, I know what you know exactly. I he, mean, he's, is, he is he's, he yeah. is the main like, and and it was such, you know, for them. And you talked like I talked to several players who had played in the United States, um, you know, from Germany. There's been a number of players that have played in you know in the U.S. Uh, came here as kids, went to Florida, vacation, learned the game. You know, uh, they were big guys. They didn't really fit well in soccer or swimming, and so they, they took up American football. But American football has been played there since the 90s. I mean, Joe Montana went over there with the 49ers in, like, nine, in the 90s and played preseason games. And, you know, the World League of American Football for two years was huge. And where was it the biggest was, was not London, who drew about 10,000. It was in Frankfurt. It was in... Uh, Berlin, you know, like yeah, the German fans have been on to the NFL, and then when they lost that, it became NFL Europa, and so they they are. I think you could bring a lot of teams over there, and there would be as much interest. But clearly, they didn't expect, uh, nor did they maybe deserve Tom Brady, as it turned out. And and he put on a show. He played really well. 
He was into it. And, and yeah, I would agree with you. Like, everything he said after that game was not sort of like political, right. which you get from him a lot. You know, well, they were great. You know, he meant it. And, you know, they were serenading, you know, doing the, the Journey song when, when he was trying to be interviewed by Sarah Walsh. Well, you talk, Rick, about like you going over there and you go like a day ahead or whatever. It feels like, yeah. you know, you're losing time. Tom Brady went over there and turned back the clock, what, 12 months? He looked like <laughs> yeah, he did. 2021 Tom Brady. All the problems are solved, Rick. It's, it's onward Super Bowl for the yeah, Tampa. They're, they're not going to lose again, Tom. And, you know, and I not. hate to say this, they but really we all not. know what the line of demarcation is, don't we? Yes, exactly. I mean, for better or worse, that's going to be it, man. That's going to be the story. Like, okay, so let's see. Um, they were 3-5, and five, and he sat at his locker with his head in his hands and didn't move for 20 minutes, and it was devastating, and he was devastated. And the next day, their divorce was final. I'm talking about Giselle, yeah. obviously. Yeah, yeah. And then, he, you know what? He's 2-0. Then it's going to be, well, you know what? He's 3-0 and since Giselle. He, you know what? He's 5-0 and since Giselle. Like, well, I'll and I will say this. He's 2-0 he, and he, since they started running the dang football game. There you go. <laughs> That's there you go. Is. And they didn't really do it very well at all. I mean, he got in the two-minute situation, and the defense got the ball back for him yeah, enough to beat the Rams. The Rams. Really, yeah. really, I think, on Sunday was the first time that we saw – you know them be effective, and and what do you know? It opened up the passing game because they got out of the two deep zone. All of a sudden, there was guys running down the seams, and Julio Jones running free, and all this stuff was happening because they ran the ball. But they didn't just run it; they run it. They ran it with the with two guys, but they ran it with the right guy. I'm telling you, we've been screaming for Rashad White to get in there and just be their running back number one, and they finally started him. Mostly because I guess Leonard Fournette had a, a bit of a pass. Uh, problem for a little bit and they ended up getting it and in the nick of time when he was there going to the airport but that was the difference to me was you ran it with the right dude i mean did you see the run the angry run as kyle brandt would call yes, it when he yes. took that guy and shoved him five yards tom that's a was, grown man with family it was it was uh you know they they ran the ball really well effectively and and i think they can continue to do that now look julio jones i thought he made a huge difference on Sunday, Rick. I don't know that you can count on that for the rest of the year. No, but he just, looked healthy for a change. He, he looked did, fast. But, I mean, you know? I don't know that, that that you can count on that for the rest no. of the year. You know, just because – and you can say that about anybody. Well, if anybody – if this guy gets well, hurt. Well, anybody you know, gets hurt. But, I mean, he has a recent history of getting hurt. So, that would right. concern me a little bit. Defensively, Rick, Hicks being back was a huge deal. It's been the, big. Devin, yeah. Devin White – Played really well. Out of his mind. Out yeah. of his mind. And you wrote a great story about, you know. He, oh, yeah, the kid, after, what he's going through. Yeah, what he's going through after the past week or so. So, um, I I think, Rick, that it was a quality win against a pretty good football team. A I don't know that I'm all team. in on Geno Smith quite no, yet. No, I'm not. I agree with you. I, I mean, But, listen, they were as hot as any team in football. Absolutely. And that first half. Rick, they moved the ball. The Bucks moved the ball. I thought they by, I I, I looked at that game. I said they're going to score sixty points. <laughs> they're going to have a hundred first downs in this game. Like they were just moving the ball so effortlessly down the field, and they would have scored more if by, what was that? What was that play to Brady? Okay, can we can we rip that page out of the playbook, please? I, asked, I don't know who called it. Who asked? Somebody saying so. Clear this up, Rick. Somebody was saying Brady was yelling for that play. Do you, do you know anything I don't, about this? Yelling for it? Wait, no. I don't think he was yelling for. I mean, they were. I think that it, you know they've been trying to be a little creative. That's not the creativity I would have used. 
Um, the weird thing is, is that they ran a direct snap to Leonard Fournette uh, like a few plays earlier, and Brady and also it was so surprising, a- Rick, that I was I was actually in a car on listening on a radio when that happened, and Gene Deckerhoff could have been more thrown off by what was going well. on because it was one of those Leonard Fournette and then and I kid because you know obviously mean Gene's the greatest, but we love it was it was one of those and I was like, wait, what's happening here? And we then he did, and they, for that. they lined it up again, and it's like, wait a minute, you're just ramming the ball down their throats, and every play call you make is perfect. Right. So let's put the 45 year old out into a pattern. Yeah, that wasn't throw good. The football. That wasn't good, and the field was bad on a slippery field. Yeah, I mean, ask yourself this: What if Brady had gotten hurt on that play? Oh Are they all gosh. fired? Fired? Yes, all of them, right? <laughs> they, yeah, they're all fired. None Frank of them Wright. come Frank Reich's the head coach by today. Yeah, exactly. Or you go hire Jeff Saturday. Just, like something weird. Like you go hire Mike Allstott. That's what exactly because he was there. Rondy Barber is the is the defensive coordinator the next day. There you go. Warren Sapp, defensive yeah. line coach. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing. So, Rick, is this now? Did you see enough in this game now, where we could say like, okay, they saw, they kind of fixed everything, or was they're this? Back. They're back. Yeah. Okay. They're you just cut through the chase. Are they back? Do you think they're back? I think. I think they know how this team needs to win. And so sometimes, it, it, for whatever reason, it took a while to get there. Listen, and I wrote about this uh, in the Tampa Bay Times, and, and Harold Goodwin was on the record. Nobody be liking the calls that, <laughs> that Byron Leftwich has been calling, man. Yeah. Nobody. And I can tell you, and I won't go into great detail, but like uh, from what I hear, you know, uh, players talk before the game to certain – networks and different things and like uh brady was eh, pretty honest about how bad it's been and he just feels like they can't do anything you know going in that game was like we we you know, not, not good in third down we're not good in first down we're not good in goal line we're not you know and we don't you know we don't run the ball like we, we just don't run it and try to run it you know so he's been pretty annoyed i was convinced of this because if you go back to the rams game they played terrible right they couldn't run it yes. 20 attempts all that brady beat them you know with two late drives and one that, you know, I mean, you had a guy drop a touchdown in the end zone, you know, with uh, Scotty Miller, and then they got the ball back because the defense held them, and then they got they went down and, and, and scored the touchdown. But those are the only two really drives they had, and they were two-minute situations with Brady. I don't count them. So if you had gone from that and had another stinker or another game where you couldn't run it at all and you scored maybe 10 points or 7 points or 3 points, I was convinced that Leftwich, if he got on the plane, by the time it landed, he was going to be fired. Mm-hmm. And I'm not exaggerating by that. I think there was a sentiment in that building, hell, it may still be there, that this isn't good enough. And, you know, somebody's got somebody's to do something here. We got to do something, right? It's not working. <laughs> right, right. And so that would have been what they would have done. And, and now I think, you know what? If you put that game plan out there again and it's effective again, now you have an identity, Right. Now you can kind of build on that, and all of a sudden, Kate Otten is getting better. And you know what? Chris Godwin looked healthier to me in this last yeah. game. He got in the Absolutely. end zone. Julio Jones got in the end zone. Those two guys hadn't been in the end zone all year. You know, so if you start seeing that show up, um, yeah, I give him a chance. Nobody's good in the NFC. Look, I'm, we're watching a game as we're doing this podcast, and Washington is beating Philadelphia. Um, by the way, undefeated Philadelphia. 
Right. Eight and zero Philadelphia, which feels a lot like to me like when Pittsburgh was ten and zero a couple years ago. Yeah, like well, yeah, for sure that it just didn't. I think Phil. I think this Philadelphia team is better than that Steelers team, but I know probably. What you mean. Yeah. Like, I keep looking around and I'm trying to figure out who I'd like. I, I'm. It, it's weird as it sounds. I still wasn't convinced about Minnesota, and then they go into Buffalo. They, they, that, that was a hell that, of a win, though, man. That game was that. No, that's a big. It was time nuts, win. by the way. That was a crazy game. Sheer nuts. I, I saw like I saw a stat. I'm not real big on these like next gen stats as far as like you know odds of winning or whatever percentage yeah. of winning. Yeah. But they they literally went from from two percent to or, or like seventy eight percent to two percent to seventy three percent to one percent in four plays, and uh, and for Buffalo to have somehow. Lost that game. I don't know how they. Well, I do know how they lost that game. Well, but Josh Allen threw a, it away. But that's yeah. a good win for Minnesota. Yeah, he did. That's a good win for Minnesota. But again, I, I don't. Do you trust that team? And do you trust Kirk Cousins in January? Do you trust? Do you trust whoever their field goal kicker is in January? Well, I don't. I would never trust. I don't think any Vikings fan would trust a field goal kicker in their history. Right. I mean, and so I look around and I keep Gary thinking Anderson. that. Right. I keep thinking that. Okay, in the in the NFC West, I I think the Forty ers are the team to beat, but. Jimmy Garoppolo has been really just average all season. Well, is it, just, I mean, he hasn't look. He he gets him there, right? He's got him to a Super Bowl. He's got him yeah. to a championship game. He can never get him across the finish line because no. he cannot throw the deep ball. And I just don't even think he's looked that great this year. Even though, but I, you know, they're getting McCaffrey in there, and they're you know they run they run it to death. Run, I mean, they, yeah. yeah. But Short again, passes. I, that's a team that I, again I don't trust the Cowboys. I don't trust. So I Ugh. look around, and if you're if you're the Bucks, I, the NFC South is garbage. I mean, the Saints going oh, total, lose yeah. to Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, Atlanta's Atlanta's the next best team, I guess. New Orleans uh, playing Dalton over right. Winston because he's right, and the up. Panthers stink. So the the Bucks are going to get in. They're going to be a top. They're going to be a division winner. They're going to they're going to be they're going to have a home game at least. Right to start things off, and I look. I give them as much of a chance as anybody. I what? if I had to pick, I think the Eagles are are the best team. In right. the NFC, but I don't know. Right, but if they win the division, they won't be the last. They won't be the last wild card team. They won't go to Philadelphia until they get to the championship, most likely. But you know, you could play, you could play. Uh, you know, the Giants at home the first week, right? Sure. Or Dallas at home the first week. Like you'd be okay with that. Yeah. And then, and then, Tom, if you had to go to Minnesota, wouldn't be like we got no chance, right? No, absolutely you, you not. Know, Kirk Cousins is still the quarterback. I mean, they got an amazing offense, but. Dalvin Cook can run it. Like they're good, they're really good. Um, and it, that would be a loud building, and they'd be up on. But it wouldn't be like, oh my God, they're they have no chance. Or fi- look, even Philly, right? Like Philly is Philly, man. Like no, it's that's a tough. I place wouldn't to fear play. those guys. And you know the weather's going to be fine because they yeah. play in the dome in Minnesota, right? So this is not like going up <laughs> facing like Bud Grant, Fran Tarkenton, and <laughs> Alan Bud Page Grant. in nineteen seventy five when it's forty five below and they got snow. Drifts on That's the sidelines, right. yeah. So John Facenda's calling the game <laughs> and doing the highlights. Exactly. The so autumn I, wind is a pirate. <laughs> yeah. No, um, it's, listen, I wouldn't and, – and this is the thing. You can't ever write Tom Brady off. No. The dude has more lives, football lives, than anyone that's ever or will ever live. As simple winning, as that. Winning cures. Winning cures a lot of lot of problems. In the right? NFL, it's week to week, right? It is week to week, and you and look. If you looked at Tom Brady, you've seen him more than I do. He looked like a different guy last couple of weeks. I don't know. Relaxed, he, after, man. After games, he's relaxed. He's relaxed. He doesn't. He doesn't 
looked like that gaunt, uh, you know, look of uh, like last week, and, and he said that you know that was a lot of bleeping fun or whatever. Uh, and then, yeah, and then obviously funny. yesterday he looked great. He's so. been he's been very loose. He's been um, um, now again. He knows the problems. I mean, he's not satisfied with where they're at. They're five and five. They have a bye week, and then they they come back and they play at Cleveland, which I think is a winnable game. But um, you know they they got to stack them now. You know they they've got their five losses, so they're gonna have to stack some some wins. I still think you know the NFC South is a dumpster fire, so they could end up with eight wins and probably win that division. Uh, which I think they'll win. I don't know how many wins they'll have, but I definitely think they're going to win the division. No, I do too. I think they'll get at least a nine. nine yeah, and, and you know what? Don't be surprised if they go on a run. I'm just going to say, I mean, you know, that's the thing about winning. When you win a couple, I feel like Madden. You know, you win a couple, <laughs> and then you, yeah, you're going to lose. But you, you, you can. It's like you can beat anyone, right? Before that, you lost to Pittsburgh. You lost to Carolina with backup quarterbacks. You could lose to anybody, and they did. Um, but now... It's like okay, all right. Well, Seattle, you know, number one, number one team in the NFC West. Like, you know, okay, your Rams. Well, okay, that, yeah, that's not another good team. This year, yeah, it's but, another team you could end up playing in the playoffs. I didn't even think about that. Seattle, yeah, you could end up Seattle playing, so, again. Yeah. It could be tough out there, but here, but here's the thing, man. The NFC is 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 wide open. The NFC South is garbage. So I don't. You can't count if this guy does what this guy's always done. Is he finds a way, man. He finds a way with his team, and he gets them back in there. So it was an impressive week. I don't know if it came through on the TV just how cool the atmosphere was. It did. It did. I, probably not nearly what it was there when you were. Yeah, in the but building. you could tell it was different. You could right? tell it was. It was different. And now you know what it's like to be on the West Coast. You wake up at nine thirty yeah. in the morning, and there's a game. Right. It's like, oh, here you I go. I kind of like football in the morning. I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. No, I'm fine too. It's uh, as long as it's not like Jacksonville against Houston or something. You know? Right. Right. Well, it was no, it was an entertaining game with two good teams. Seattle made a nice little run at the end there to come to get back into it. Yeah, um, yeah, it was it was fun all all around. They did a nice job, and, and and like I said, the German fans are into it. They're so excited to see Tom and and everybody else. But uh, yeah, it was it was interesting. That was so nice that we're going to do it twice. Tom Jones back again a little bit for tomorrow's podcast as well. Just want to remind you guys to. Support our sponsors. If you want to save money on electric bill, call our friends at May Electric Solar. They've been in business 12 years. They know what you need to do uh, to make it uh, custom fit for your home or business. Start saving money today. Call the solar energy experts, May Electric Solar, at 727-819-2862. Get a free estimate, lower your electric bill, and save your appliances. That's May Electric Solar, 727-819-2862. Tom, more Tom Jones tomorrow for Steve Burstick. I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Have a great day, everybody. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.